1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Thrilled to have you with us. Uh, you can text this show, 309-340-4464, 309-340-4464. Not the other number uh, you call. And you can actually even leave voicemails at 309-340-4464. Uh, that is a connection directly to me. That is my number. Uh, so please uh, use it responsibly, but please uh, react to the stuff we're talking about. Uh, you can also reach out to me on Facebook, facebook.com uh, slash Craig Collins Radio. Uh, Craig Collins Show, I think, also works still, uh, but Craig Collins Radio. I love that Bryce, a listener to the show, uh, reached out and said, you know, the news is reporting about the uh, young woman who was the first freed slave uh, by Abraham Lincoln, I think, in Pekin, Nancy uh, Leggins uh, Costley uh, is her name. Uh, part of the reason we all know about this story is a historian named Carl Adams who used to live next door uh, to Bryce. Uh, so he goes, just give uh, Carl a quick attaboy uh, because he spent a quarter century of his life, uh, according to several different uh, articles that had mentioned Carl before connected to Nancy Leggins Costley, um, but a quarter century of his life uh, researching all the different things that Nancy went through, uh, the struggles that she faced, and said that she was a very impressive lady out of the Journal Star back in 2021. I think Phil Luciano uh, had that story. But no problem, Bryce. Got it done. Got it covered. Um, it's odd how many people, uh, myself certainly included, uh, still don't know much uh, about that story, but it's it's good that uh, it's being highlighted and being highlighted here locally. Uh, I remember Brett Brooks, uh, who pops up every Friday or most Fridays on the show, uh, did a, a WEEK story about her a little while ago. Uh, but you got more information coming up in our news, too. Uh, some quick things going on in the world of politics. Uh, of course, the president spoke today. The president has been telling a bunch of different lies for a lot of years now, uh, certainly even told them when he was a, a senator, about himself, about his life, about things that seem to make no sense as far as stuff. It's very similar, actually, to someone who's in hot water, uh, George Soros, uh, for the way in which he's uh, talking about the things that are a part of his life. Um, but what I, I think is so interesting about uh, both of those, um, uh, and Santos, by the way, is what I meant. I knew that I said Soros, and that's a totally different person. Uh, George Santos is the politician out of New York uh, that I meant to uh, say a second ago. Uh, but the thing that's so interesting to me is obviously Santos very much in trouble, uh, getting challenged, likely to lose his gig. Uh, but Biden, longtime liar, um, first-time caller. I don't know how you would say it. So he, he again told a lie he told last year about applying to the Naval Academy, something that is not true. And something that people looked into last year when he told this uh, to a graduating class at the Navy. And now he's telling the Air Force, I did a thing. And there's there's a lot of these. At some point, maybe I'll go through the crazy list of weird made up family slash education slash other things uh, that Biden has said. Uh, one of my favorite pieces of audio. And I know I have it somewhere. I might be able to play it in a couple minutes is when he was a senator and said how great he did in school. And then it immediately cuts to uh, just regular news at the time saying uh, Biden did not do any of the things he just said to do, he did. He did not graduate at the top of his class. He did not do that well in school. It was amazing. Uh, but anyway, here's Biden telling another lie. When I was graduating from high school 300 years ago, <laughs> I applied to the Naval Academy. You did not, sir. And I was picked by the senator. There's two ways senators can pick. You can pick individually. It didn't happen. Or they can name ten people and let the academy choose. I was a relatively good football player, so I had a shot. I remember the day that a guy named Steve Dunning from my class was also <laughs> nominated. <laughs> Drove up. It was about seven in the morning. We were going to drive uh -huh. down to Annapolis. Yeah. 
and I had just heard the night before they had a halfback named Joe Bellino, won the Heisman Trophy, and a quarterback named Roger Staubach. I went to Delaware. <laughs> yeah, uh, interesting story. Not true at all. Uh, and again, this was fact-checked by a lot of people a year ago when he said, I was told the class of 72 is here. I was appointed to the Academy in 1965 by a senator who I was running against in 72. Never planned it that way. I wasn't old enough to be sworn in. I was only 29 when I was running. And he just went on and on. And this, again, is one of a tremendous amount of examples of just weird educational slash family things. I, one of the, the strangest ones was when he claimed to be born in the hospital that his grandfather died in mere months uh, apart. And one of his grandfathers died several years before he was born in a completely different part of the country, not even the same uh, state. And then the other grandfather was alive when he was born. So like, I don't know why those lies are, are things. And I don't know why people just are like, ah, well, that's Biden. He's fine. He can't get off the stage. He did fall down, too. I can play that audio. Uh, real quickly, people reacted as he fell over. He got up. He, he I think he's okay uh, by any reporting. Uh, but this is not a new uh, circumstance for our president either. Good job, sir. And all that tumbling, all that noise you heard was him dropping stuff and people uh, kind of like jumping after him. And then you get um, uh, our president up off the ground and he says he's totally fine. He can be in office another uh, several years, even though he also got lost uh, several times trying to get on the stage, off the stage. So many things that seem to be things that and you're told like you're mean if you talk about this stuff uh, by some. And uh, honestly, even uh, some people that I really love and care about say they don't like how often I pick on uh, the president for his, his age. Uh, and yet he's in the role he's in. And these have to be factors you factor in when thinking about whether or not it's a good idea. Uh, for this person to continue to be uh, asked to, to lead our country. Uh, other stuff out there that I meant to get to earlier, I, I saw a story, a woman went to Reddit. Uh, she said that her name was Susan. I don't think it was really her name, but I, I think this is a, a reason that she tried to hide her, her real name. Uh, she said that she had bought tickets to Taylor Swift, uh, two tickets, uh, at $4,500 for a upcoming, I think it might have already passed now, a show because tickets were crazy expensive for Taylor Swift. Um, Susan said that she gave the tickets to her daughter as a surprise, and she really hoped that her daughter would take her to the concert. But the daughter, the teenager, picked a, a friend and didn't take mom to the show, even though mom spent $4,500 on, uh, on the tickets. And she said she was really hurt by it. She's really sad. She didn't ask her daughter uh, to take her, per se, so she didn't uh, tell her daughter that she wanted to go, although I'm assuming... Uh, the daughter knew. But I guess the simple question was asked on Reddit, who's the jerk? Is she the jerk for being upset that she wasn't brought along for a concert that expensive? Or is the daughter the jerk for not inviting mom to something that cost almost $5,000? I'm going to side with mom on this one. I think if someone gave you a gift that expensive and you have to at least kind of know that they like the same music or whatever it is that you like uh, that they're buying you a ticket for that they you it, the gut check reaction like immediate reaction should be you want to go if you just got me these tickets it's amazing and i i wonder if the daughter would see the post on social media and know that it's her mom she's talking about um, because even in the post it says god i was so hurt i was so so hurt uh, the daughter would feel bad about it and then change her mind and the teenager by the way is is 19 
So it's not like she's like 13 and might not think about it the way a kid would. Uh, 19, you probably should have gone that road. So I agree with mom on that one. And I think you, you definitely should have invited her at that level of money um, because it's the right thing to do. Um, but if your mom, maybe you should have also hinted that you'd really love to go to the show. I don't know. Uh, you tell me what you think. Uh, 309-340-4464. 309-340-4464. Um, I remember when I was a little kid, I got tickets to a Chicago Bulls basketball game, a, a um, playoff game. And I remember inviting anybody in my family, including my aunt that got the tickets. And eventually it was my uncle who took me. But I remember being like, I'll go with whoever. It doesn't matter. I just want one seat at the sweet, sweet thing that is that game. I think I was like 10 uh, when that happened or 11, something like that. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I remember vividly. Uh, going to a game. And then I also remember leaving my uh, glasses in the car, uh, which meant that I couldn't really see the game I was at, which disappointed me and not trying to um, shout out my Uncle Paul in a negative way, but he didn't want to turn back. Uh, once we got far enough away from the car, he's like, ah, you'll you'll see it uh, good enough. Although I think I was such a big MJ fan that I could tell which blurry um, blob he was. So I think I did know uh, throughout the game uh, which guy was. And I, I did, I was able to see when the blurry um, thing that I, pretty sure it was a basketball, uh, went where I thought was in the basket and out of the basket. So I pretty much saw the game, I guess. I don't know. Uh, if my aunt or my mom had taken me, probably would have turned around and gotten those uh, glasses. Quick break, a lot more. That's a life lesson I didn't need to learn. Quick break, a lot more. 1470, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. 1470, uh, 100.3 WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Got a few texts. 309-340-4464. 309 309- Three four zero four four six four. If you don't mind, put a name, first name, fake name, I don't care, or at least a, a place, a city uh, that you're texting in from so I can say uh, something, refer to you in one way. I got a couple texts that said they agree with me that you should have taken mom at 4500 bucks to the Taylor Swift concert uh, because the story I was just talking about, a mom gave her, her daughter two tickets, her 19-year-old daughter, uh, two tickets to a show, spent a crap ton of money on them, and really assumed she'd be going with the other ticket. And then the daughter took a friend and not mom. Uh, but one texter said of the moms being a drama queen, uh, going on Reddit and whining about this is ridiculous. And I, I do like this idea. She said if you spend that kind of money on these uh, uh, tickets in the card, you write, these are for us. I got us two tickets, uh, present them as a birthday present and see, can't wait to go see Taylor Swift. Just assume you're going to the show that amount of money and don't uh, get you know voted out of it i do i do like that that's a move that makes sense you know what actually i want to i want to pivot to something else uh, now that we're doing uh give me your opinion on a thing on the radio uh, and i do love that on reddit the am i the jerk uh subreddit page is one of my favorite am i a bleep is the other way to say it an a word uh, that ends in whole uh, but i had something happen to me yesterday and i'd love like the audience's opinion on what occurred and why. And it might have just been somebody that was uh, unaware of what they were doing, or they might have been just like being rude and not caring. Uh, but I was at a, a gas station. Um, I was inside of, I don't want to say which one. I don't want to be specific about a lot of this, because uh, I, I don't know why the people did what they did, or what the one individual did what they did. Uh, but I was standing in line, I was waiting to pay for stuff. And the counter is is far enough away from where the people line up that there's like one person at the counter and then a good amount of space and then the rest of us. But it wasn't even just me. I was next in line. There were a couple people that were lining up behind me. And this one woman walked through us the way that you normally would when you're trying to get on the other side of a line, grabbed some stuff in the convenience store connected to a gas station, and then walked and stood on the side, uh, but in front of me, 
where the cash register would be. And I didn't say anything, man. I just took it. I just, I just didn't care. I wasn't in a rush. No one behind me said anything. And then eventually the woman just fully stood directly in front of me. It went from off to the side and waiting for the person to finish their purchase in front of both of us to just being like, nah, I'm, in cu- I'm cutting you and I don't care uh, if you're going to get mad about it. And the reason I'm even bringing this up on the radio, cause I would, I would leave it alone, whatever. It is what it is. When I walked outside of that gas station, outside of the little convenience store, there were two other people there that were staring at what was going on, and all the three individuals were all young people. And when the woman that cut me off got outside the store, she started talking to her friends very closely as they stared at me. You know what I think was going on? And call me conspiracy theorist if you want to. I think they wanted to tape somebody getting mad. I think that that was like a, an attempt to go viral uh, and do a thing. And I don't know why they picked me as the guy to pick, but I just stood there quietly, watched the person purchase her items in front of me that had cut me off. And then actually she couldn't pay for them. Uh, so she wound up having to ask for them to all be put back and then, you know, stood off to the side as I did my purchase. But I was super friendly. I walked up. I said, hello. I said, thank you so much. And I walked out of the store. And then, as I said, I kind of got followed out. And then I watched them uh, discuss me and look at me as I left. And I was as nice as you could be in the situation. And so I just I wonder, uh, 309-340-4464, has anybody – I don't think it's they would target me because, like, I do a radio show. I, I don't think a lot of people uh, in our – some do. They come up and say they know my show and they, they recognize me, and that's awesome. But I don't think that's what it was. I think it was just, like, the stupid things that happen on social media, if it was intentional at all, uh, and people going viral over them. So, like, let's let's get somebody to yell at us, and then let's record the yelling at us uh, part, and then they'll probably call me a boomer or something. I don't know. It was, it was just so weird because I've never seen someone do it like that. Like, I've been cut off before. And I've accepted it before. I haven't fought back before. Uh, if you judge me for it, fine. I don't know. I don't care. I don't want to be in a screaming match when I just have to wait four more minutes and then I leave the store anyway and my life continues. Um, but um, it's never been quite like that. It's never been quite as bold as that situation. Oh, I have someone texting in that just said, Craig, 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 and put a sad face. I know. I know I could have said something. I could have found like a, a polite way to be like, ah, oh, there's a line. Uh, there's a line here. But I, I don't think that it was... A line that was um, something that someone didn't know about, I think they were very aware. And when I got outside, like I said, I think there was an intention to try to find somebody that blows up and then record them after the fact and then blame them for the blow up. And, you know, I don't know what level of of virality or or being viral online that would even have uh, for somebody getting mad that they were cut off in line at at a convenience store at a gas station. But I think a lot of kids... Uh, see those types of videos on social media and they think, man, how great would it be if my account took off? If somebody thought that I was the victim of somebody uh, screaming and yelling and being crazy uh, somewhere in public and then I'm, you know, Internet famous. And it's one of the many, many ways that you see things happen on the Internet and you think to yourself, can this actually be real? Uh, could this be performance of some kind? And sometimes they are. They're outed as performances. And so I don't know. Now, uh, if, if anybody goes viral in the next few days in our community for getting very mad that they get cut off in a line at a gas station um, or some other sort of tiny convenience store, I'll feel like I dodged a bullet uh, somehow. Uh, more textures coming in telling me uh, I did the right thing. Uh, I did not the right thing. Uh, thank you. 309-340-4464. Uh, go ahead and let me know what you think of me. Uh, just accepting someone cutting me off in a very small line at a convenience store because, again, I mean, in the world we live in now, I think that did go through my brain. It's like in the off chance. 
that I said something to someone and somehow it can be portrayed negatively toward me. I think that's the biggest reason I was quiet and just didn't didn't, you know, do anything. And as I said, again, it didn't really take that long for me to buy my I, by the way, I was buying um, uh, a soda and I was buying um, a, a box of cookie dough. So my purchase wasn't terribly important. I had a giant jar of cookie dough and a soda. And so you sure me know how my... to party. <laughs> Judge me for my decisions, uh, but yes, the, the, that's the uh, no purchase. risk of foodborne illness there. No, it's totally fine. Uh, no, no uh, purchase that needed to be done, and so I anyway. All right, Will's got the news. Fourteen seventies and AM. Oh wow, I'm getting a lot of texts on this. This is exciting. Maybe we'll read some of those coming back. One hundred point three is the FM all over the internet. WMBDRadio.com. Fourteen seventy. 100.3 WMBD, it's the Craig Collins Show. My wife Betty is here in studio for Betty's Word of the Day. How are you doing, Betty? Good, Craig. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Glad Again. to have you on. Uh, before we get to your word of the day, I was just talking about a thing off the air, well, on the air a little bit. I was talking about somebody who cut me off in line at a um, convenience store at a, at a gas station, and a bunch of people are saying that they think I did the right thing by doing nothing, and just letting the person go in front of me and not saying anything. But then a lot of people are also saying that because the woman who cut me off actually wasn't able to pay for her, her things that she picked out, um, maybe people... Um, a lot of people are guessing that maybe she wanted me to pay for her items, and yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't do that part. You didn't pay that. You think that that was what was going on? You think they were just trying to get me to pay? There were two other friends outside, all uh, kind of like uh, late teen, maybe early twenties people. I thought yeah. I thought maybe they were trying to make me mad uh, and maybe put it on the internet, uh, but maybe they were just trying to get me to pay for some stuff that I, I didn't pay for. Yeah, I remember yesterday you were telling me the story and you were <laughs> I was. About I came it. right in. Well, I, I was confused about it. Let's not go full upset. Well, it depends. Yes, right? it's pretty disrespectful to you just walk straight from like me. You could be in a rush and yeah. just call like a... Yeah. Um, yeah, I just like wanted yeah. to do your yeah. payment very right. fast and then yeah. that happened. Yeah. No, but it's happened so, to me before. I've let people cut me before who just sort of blatantly do it like yeah, that. Yeah, it happened to me before. Yeah. And, and yeah, you do it too. <laughs> yeah, well, why, I just why follow fight, my, right? my yeah. pride and uh, my anger and just well, like try it, to be patient. It might just be a reflection of younger people today. I've got this other story that I'm looking at, and I think it's kind of interesting to talk about these with you because uh, growing up in Mexico, and even now, uh, the culture is quite a bit different. Uh, there's a kid that went crazy on a plane. Uh, this wound up on, on the Internet, too, actually also on Reddit. Uh, I guess the kid was going so crazy that the person who put up photos and some videos uh, said that he was essentially treating the plane like his own personal jungle gym. And he's like a little kid, like <laughs> yeah. six, seven years old. Uh -huh. But his, his feet were up in the air at times on the chair. He was planking, is what they said, across a couple of the chairs up on the top. He was running around, jumping, crying, doing crazy stuff. And the parents just ignored him the whole time. They did nothing to stop their child from playing while on a plane, flying somewhere. And the person behind didn't say anything, I guess. They, they remained quiet. But they simply asked the question, how can parents let their kids behave like this in public and do nothing? In Mexico, that wouldn't be okay. The kids would get be in trouble. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, I will ask myself the same question because uh, I was raised like uh, with a pretty strong parents, mm -hmm. like, strong meaning like, you know, like they... Behave be or you're in yeah, trouble. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um I know, I know they is totally different, but I literally got a spank uh, with a bell for my dad. Mm -hmm. um, it was the only time, the only time that he did it, and he did it because I was disrespectful to my mom. I literally like... You were verbally disrespectful to your mom. Verbally, and I didn't want to... I remember uh, vividly because... Uh, How those old were you? I was like... I don't know, like nine or ten, mm -hmm. but uh, I I remember like I even pushed the food to her and like I, cause I didn't want to eat Whoa. it. So my dad Betty went nuts and yeah. um 
and that was the only time in my entire life that sure. I got uh, hit by my dad. And then you never and never did, did it again. Look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell people how to uh, raise their kids. We don't have any kids, so I don't know. It's kind of weird to to do it that way. And I know every generation is different. But I, I think what's interesting is the context of that in your mind yeah. or my mind. Yeah. When you're watching a kid do something like what this person on social media was um, uh, described as doing, just letting their kid be insane in public and no consequences whatsoever. And then thinking that, yeah, other generations had um, utterly different scenarios play out. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, better or worse, much more well-behaved kids. Yeah. And then I was also thinking about this story about, uh, you know, an, a late teen 20-something uh, who just sort of cuts off people in a line and pays for their items or tries to pay for them. And uh, maybe that's, again, another um, odd byproduct of the world we're in now. Uh, but you oftentimes see kids go crazy and wonder and, like, hit me with an elbow and go, why are the parents just letting them be crazy? <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I, it's just like, as I say, like, we, I mean, growing up, we uh, we had, like, a pretty, like, strong Parenting yeah, to be respectful home. all the time out in public for sure. Yes, yeah. like um, my my mom and my dad, for example, they always tell us like you never be disrespectful to elderly or like uh, people mm-hmm. who are older than you or like uh, to your teachers or instructors, etc. So uh, I don't know. I mean, are yes. you happy you were raised that way? Oh my god, like a hundred percent. Education is like basically uh, like a, a, a good. I mean, mm-hmm. education. I always say it starts in your home. Sure. Uh, so look at you advocating. This is great, Betty. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> well, I I told you before. I mean, it's for me. It's pretty important. No matter what, like you could go to school, but. Yeah. Um, the school starts at home, right. you know. Yes. Um, the life lessons are learned at home. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like a school is like a complement from your life sure. development yeah. as a kid. And also, I can tell you all these uh, stories about growing up. But I, I have experience to also like teaching kids at Montessori schools. Oh, yeah, you did. You were a teacher in Mexico for a while. Yeah, and... You can see each kid projecting their own families, their own home life. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you for clarifying. But sure. so it's it's you can like see uh, which problems are dealing with mm-hmm. when when they arrive to school. Sure. And uh, and yeah, you just focus like which one needs more attention. <laughs> needs more you help. know, like yeah. Um, yeah. By the way, when you were a teacher at Montessori, your kids loved you. I yes, remember you told me those stories. Yeah. There were some kids that wanted to stay with um, uh, teacher Betty and not go home. Yeah, they were like, "No, nah, yeah. I just want to keep yeah. staying in school." They were yeah, super sweet, yeah. super super adorable. <laughs> uh, yet again, uh, Betty crushing it, uh, doing great things. Uh, let's get to the word of the day. Uh, the word of the day is somewhat reflective of all the amazing weather we've been having. I know there's reports that there might be storms at some point today. Uh, what's your word? For do you say it? Okay, what is it? Tormenta. Okay, um, and that word means? Do you say it? Storm. That <laughs> word means storm. Okay. Yay! <laughs> thank you, thank you, Betty. <laughs> all right, uh, by the way, uh, Betty's word of the day is teaching us Spanish one word at a time, uh, all of central Illinois. So, tormenta. Tormenta, yes. Tormenta. tormenta. Am I doing uh-huh. it right? Yes, you did it perfectly. Should I try really hard to throw, like, more accent on it's it? Tormenta. Or does that seem, does it seem offensive if I try and I'm not, like, no, I don't know the accent? No, no, no. Tormenta. Uh-huh. Exactly, yes, Okay, good. Yes. That's even better? Like El Zorro. Oh, yeah, like El Zorro, yeah. <laughs> Un tormenta. Okay. And the movie El Zorro. <laughs> you know, one thing that makes you laugh a lot, um, and I'll just throw this out there and then we'll take a break, is there's this Spanish-speaking radio station in Chicago, and they do the, um, I don't want to do the numbers because yeah, it's not us. Yeah, you get in trouble. Well, I 
I wouldn't get in trouble, but I just don't want to promote the other stations. But whenever I say it, like in Spanish, <laughs> the number, number, and then punto, and then the rest yes, of it, yes. you laugh every time. Yes, it's, uh, well, I don't know. It's just pretty cool to uh, hear you say mm-hmm. the colors in Spanish from right. another radio station that is not. Because then you picture me as like a Spanish-speaking radio yes, host. Yes, like you are and you like have no in, idea how it would uh, go. level eight, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> getting right. close, yeah, right, exactly. To spend, to yeah, but no, Spanish. I can only say like, the, yeah, the no. call letters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I did fourteen seventy one hundred point three in Spanish, it would be a very short show. Yes. and then I would be done. Yeah, no, I was just pretty excited to hear you say complete sentences sentences in Spanish, mm-hmm. and then my brain tricks me. It was like, oh, Craig, learn. <laughs> he knows how to speak Spanish. And I'm gonna start to talk then, Spanish, and then, then no. I oh. keep talking. Talking to you in Spanish, like, what are you saying? I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> Were you proud of me when I did our vows in Spanish in, in Mexico? Yes, I think my whole family was proud of you. Were you happy when I used your um, Mexican nickname? My nickname? Yeah, Pollo. Well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that was a little bit... Uh, we were in the know. church, and it was supposed to be respectful. Uh, yes. I, and I, I said, yo, I Craig. I saw my mom's face, and she's like, oh, are you sure Everybody you else liked marry it. him? <laughs> okay, wait. Everybody else <laughs> yeah, was happy. But my mom was. Yeah. She wasn't. I said, yo, Craig, te acepto a ti, Pollo. Yeah. Como mi esposa, yeah. which means that I accept you as my wife. Yeah. And I called you Pollo. Yeah. And I remember the whole church, like, they clapped. Like, yeah, they were, they they, were thrilled. They were Mom was not, huh? No, mom was right. like, oh, what, what is he saying? I'll get her a gift basket next time I see her. It's been a while. It's been also, 10 years. Also, something like you, I'm like, oh my God, Craig, uh, yes, my family, me. my family loves a lot to hear from you is, uh, oh. say my dad's oh, yeah. name as like, like, a, like you are pretending like you mm-hmm. are, um, announcing. I, I, my first job. Baseball. In- my friend, and it wouldn't even like, it doesn't count as a radio job. I was a public address announcer for a minor league baseball team. Yeah. And the first time I met your dad, yep. the weekend that he got me very, very drunk in tequila. Um, <laughs> and I had to be, I had to literally be brought to the shower by you. You had <laughs> yes. to bring, like, it's. And my brother-in-law. Yeah, the, fra- the phrase, you. like, hit the showers meant something exactly <laughs> yeah. when your dad drank me under the table. Um, but yeah, no, uh, they found out that I was a, a minor league baseball announcer. Mm-hmm. And so every time I go at some point, probably after a couple shots of tequila, they ask me to yell Aurelio's name and pretend he's coming into some game to, you know, yes. taking a bat. Yeah. I, I'm not as good at it as other people. Like, there's people with well, amazing voices. Let me tell I know you, they, I know. They, they love you. I know. They, they I know. love how you it's do very it. Nice. And my, very I can see my face, my dad's face, like big smile, right and big up. eyes yeah. when you are announce, okay. announcing his name. Right. So, yeah. Maybe at some point, you're in Mexico in a couple weeks. Maybe yes. I'll do it um, with you on the phone. And you guys can listen he to it on the internet, happy, yeah. and I'll do it right here on the air. Yeah. I'll have like intro. You got to get intro music from Aurelio, though. <laughs> I will. Okay, good. All right, quick break. A lot more. Thank you, Betty. Uh, You're tormenta welcome. is tormenta, the word of the day. Yes, tormenta, which means, which means storm. See. Si. And you know, do you see a storm outside or no? Yeah, uh, yeah, I can look. look at, yes, it's kind of cloudy, yeah, and I see cloudy. a bunch of clouds. All right, good luck to us. I don't know what the weather report is because um, we are going to be fine. We'll we have that in our news. <laughs> Thank you, Betty. Quick break. A lot Take more. Care, everyone. Fourteen seventy. I don't know. I like that so much. Fourteen seventy. One hundred point three. WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Fourteen seventy. One hundred point three. WMBD. It's the Craig Collins Show. Uh, thrilled to be with you. Lots of stuff to talk about every day. I have a list I'll get to in just a second from uh, Reddit of the top things that people admit to believing when they were kids that they don't believe anymore. A lot of these things on this list I find funny, and I didn't get tricked into believing, but there's at least one, if not two, that I definitely thought for longer than I probably should have. Uh, before I get to that, I thought this was interesting. Uh, there was a headline in the New York Post that said, Gen Z is having a, quote, sex recession.
Constitution. Uh, there are a lot of reasons why, according to the article and actually an author of a new book, uh, that kids today aren't as um, romantic, as uh, what I would say, as, as previous generations are. One of the more interesting thoughts on this uh, that's here in the uh, coverage of this is the idea that social media and all the different things that kids are inundated with uh, do so much to make making yourself appealing in a certain way or the, the people who go uh, viral or the ones who have influencer status by and large are putting very suggestive things up on social media. Uh, maybe that is creating some sort of um, you know, uh, dislike of the reality of, of your life and doing certain things, uh, behind closed doors, not on the internet, not, not putting stuff on, on social media or anywhere else, wherever it might be. And I thought that was intriguing. I don't have a, a way to value judge that as to whether or not it's, it's true or false. Uh, and it, this leads into something they say a lot about the current generation or any generation that's grown up a lot on, on the internet, um, with a lot of digital access is, uh, more and more people, especially more and more young men, uh, aren't going out and seeking relationships and might be, uh, turning to, you know, internet and whatnot, uh, to fulfill part of that. And then just not, uh, being, uh, the types of individuals that previous generations were in trying to go out and find someone, uh, to be in an actual physical relationship with. And that's always been a, a weird and potentially probably accurate, um, demonstration of why you're seeing less dating, less kids, all this uh, stuff seems to be uh, lowering. But just throwing on top of that the way in which sex is still definitely selling, uh, but selling on different platforms while generations are are demanding certain, um, quote-unquote, woke uh, changes in society. Uh, and maybe that is uh, a byproduct of why we're in this situation. I don't know, uh, but it's an interesting thought and uh, a really, really bad-sounding recession. Uh, to say the very least. All right. Another thing I saw, and I mentioned it a second ago, is this uh, viral list on Reddit of all the things that you believed as a kid that you don't believe anymore. Uh, number one, and I like this a lot, is someone said they thought all the songs on the radio had to be played live by somebody. And so they thought even early on in the morning that someone was getting out of bed, uh, coming to the radio station and either hitting a button or turning a track on. And I'm sure at some point in the world of radio, that was true. Uh, but that very much is not true anymore. Automation is something that allows people to not do every second. Although talk radio is totally different. Um, we do not uh, put stuff in the can uh, where you have a whole three-hour show or anything like that uh, fully recorded. I am here, and even when I was working in other radio places, uh, like in Chicago, uh, and doing overnight stuff, you were you were there. But the music people, no, not the same, uh, not all the time. I saw this as number two on the list. Uh, don't drink and drive. This person, when they were younger, thought it meant any drink. You can't consume any beverage and then drive. It's going to be bad. I love that. Uh, that cats were girls and that dogs were boys. Uh, that's hilarious. I was never told that. Uh, that if it was raining on me, it was raining everywhere in the world. Uh, that rain happened altogether or not at all. Uh, that chocolate milk came from brown cows. <laughs> I never told that one, uh, but I really like that. And then this is the one that I did believe for a long time. Turning on the uh, light inside of a car while the car was in motion was illegal. I remember thinking that for a very long time. It is not illegal, but I don't know why uh, you're told that by people. And then finally, also uh, eating a watermelon seed uh, meant that a watermelon could grow inside of your stomach. I was told that a bunch. It never got me, uh, but I love that that's on, on the list, too. And then actually, OK, fine. One more that ripping that tag off of the mattress meant that you were definitely going to federal prison when the uh, bed police arrived and checked out what was going on in your home. Uh, again, not one that actually ever tricked me, but I love that a lot of people admit to it. Uh, one other thing, I wanted to play this piece of audio. 
Uh, this is a high school in Delaware where a, a large group of students, like dozens of students, uh, snuck into the principal's home and then crashed the night there. And then Principal Joy, is her name, woke up the next morning and found all the kids, like, uh, sleeping in the living room. This is a, a weird – there's an aspect of this that I'm sure people will not be as thrilled about as Principal Joy was. Uh, but most people are t- calling this one of the best senior pranks ever pulled. Uh, you be the judge. Here's part of the audio of the principal discovering a lot of seniors uh, all uh, having crashed on the couch. <laughs> Good morning, little bunnies. <laughs> How many? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's and a lot of kids. Of you, you might want to walk around. Oh, you two are really in trouble. You are in the most trouble. I do like the way that that ends, that you two are really in trouble, that apparently there's two uh, kids who led this whole thing, and the principal already knows, yeah, these two are definitely the instigators and definitely the people that are getting punished the most. A lot of people on the Internet like this. A lot of people think this is pretty funny. I'm sure there are some that's going to say there's an awkward component uh, to it, too. And I'm not denying it, but certainly with the reaction, I think that by and large, this is uh, harmless and uh, pretty funny. The amount of kids that uh, seem to be very amused, uh, especially when they're called little bunnies uh, right at the start of uh, uh, the principal getting up and noticing how overrun her home was. All right. A quick break. 